are live. Eric Butler, we are live. This is real. Welcome back to Unauthorized Opinions, UOPod.com. Like, share, subscribe. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. An unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot. I was like, yeah, I gotta vote for Trump, dude. It's great here. A lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming. <laughs> Your podcast f- sucks. It's mental, mate. It's mental, mate. It's mental. Yopod.com. Everybody, we are back live. It's getting hot here, Eric. It's getting hot. It's in the 90s, I think. I don't know. I don't know what the real temperature is, but it's hot. The air conditioning is on. How are you? What is uh, what is 90s in Canadian? Was that like 25 or 30 or something? Yeah, it's close, somewhere in between there. I know 100 is like 32 or 35, so... Maybe it's a little bit below 90. It's still too hot for me. It's hot in this room. There's no screen on the window. I don't want to let the bugs in. So I can't open it. That's my problem. Well, That's it's, my first I mean, problem right now. Summer is here. Summer is officially here. Unofficially here, is it, I guess. Is it a hot girl summer or is it a white boy summer? What do you think? A little bit of both. Can, a little can bit we have, of both? Do we have black man summer? No, I guess we already had that in 2020. That's summer of love. <laughs> you said it, not me, but also me somehow. We've got lots to get to today, Eric. We've got a lot of sports things today. So for the non-sports fans, not to worry. We're doing all the other stuff up front. Uh, we've got some great stuff about Lululemon, which is the title track. They fired a couple employees for calling the police uh, because somebody was robbing them. So there's a string of robberies in the area. They call the cops to get fired. We'll explain why. We've got Justin Trudeau um, attempting to say like the alphabet acronym for, you know, gay and trans and everybody. That's a pretty funny clip. I'm told we've also got an NBA referee who was discovered to have a fake Twitter account. And by fake, I mean in in an anonymous account where he would comment on stuff about his own games where people said he was cheating uh, the one of the teams. We've got uh, Scotty Pippen. And we'll explain more about this. I'm not too familiar with his hate towards Michael Jordan. Somebody's dating somebody. And we've got one other thing. We've got Colin Kaepernick, which isn't really sports related. He is a former athlete, but it has to do with him calling his parents racist. But um, we're going to discuss that all. So if we're at uopod.com, please subscribe and to our YouTube channel. And if you're listening, um, make sure that you are giving us a review. Make sure that you're sharing it. And we would appreciate it. I'm just, there's something plain in my ear here. I'm trying to pause it. The first clip of the night, Eric, which is Lululemon thieveries causing people to call, call the police and it is getting them to be fired. Apparently they have a policy. So let's watch this clip and then we'll read a little bit more. Lemon and Peachtree Corners for calling the police to report a robbery. 11 Alive's Teresa Bowles spent the day looking into well, what happened here. She spoke with police. both the women and Gwinnett County Police about what took place. No, no. Seriously, get out. You're looking at the scary moments during a robbery in progress. They swiped until they couldn't hold any more product and ran out the door. And Rachel Rogers caught it all on camera at the Lululemon in Peachtree Corners. We didn't really feel very protected or like know what else to do. Rogers says it had been happening for months. I was not working and someone like sent me a picture of the front entrance table and I was like, oh my gosh, like we just sold all the product, like good job. And they were like, no, like someone just came in and stole everything. So she and a coworker called the police, but Jennifer Ferguson says the employee handbook and regional management told them they weren't supposed to do that. You kind of clear a path for whatever they're going to do. And then after it's over, you scan a QR code. Gwinnett police <laughs> say there have been a few robberies in the area. According to the police report, the three men you see in the ski masks are now facing felony robbery charges. But the two workers say they were fired for calling the police. They have a no tolerance policy. They said because um, they have a zero tolerance policy. I reached out to Lululemon Corporate. No one got back to me. Roger says she had been with the company for five years and was a key leader at the time. Ferguson says she was an assistant manager for two. That was my sole income so I did have to like file for unemployment and use all of my savings to pay for like my car payment. It put us in a bit of a bind. My husband is self-employed so we're trying to figure out insurance. There is no severance. As for now, Roger said she had a job interview lined up after our interview and Ferguson says she's still in between jobs and is in the process of sprucing up her resume. 
<laughs> I like how they had to add that. She's sprucing up her resume. Now, Eric, my first question about this is, is this where Peachtree TV comes from? I think that, yeah, it must be Georgia, says up in the upper right-hand corner. Mystery solved. Must be Peachtree TV's origin. We get that for some reason here in the Toronto area. I've no never heard of Peachtree TV. I don't know anything about that. But well, you've never know. lived in Atlanta or Georgia, I don't think. So it makes sense why you wouldn't have it. For some reason, we used to get TBS here, then it turns to turns to Peachtree TV. I don't know why we get an Atlanta channel here. Well, I think I don't know any. I've never lived there, so yes, I never got the channel. But when you think of Peachtree, Peachtree, it's quite obviously. I mean, it's the Peach State. It's Georgia. Oh, sorry, it's everybody. Everybody, everybody knows it. Knows. What's the potato province in Canada, Eric? Idaho. Very good. The <laughs> Canadian province of Idaho. <laughs> so it's my understanding in this story that the reason why they have no, uh, no, uh, no zero tolerance policy on calling the police is because they, they don't like the publicity, which, and we can read, I could have misunderstood that, but if that's the case, it's pretty messed up um, because you don't want people to hear about it. Let's see what we can get into. The specific reasoning besi besides just saying they have a no tolerance policy wasn't very clear. Ferguson virtually said the same thing. He said I was terminated immediately with no severance because they have a zero tolerance, pol tol tolerance policy and they're not responding to the news. I did have to file for unemployment. There might be a different article um, that can maybe explain to this. I thought I read that um, they need to not call the police because it makes them look bad. Now, what would three young guys be doing with a bunch of Lululemon pants, Eric, besides wearing them in drag? Yeah, no, I mean, probably just working out, right, would be my ah. assumption. They would probably just hit the gym and, Women's you know, do, yeah, do some squats or something. Look, I don't know the reason for them, you know, for whatever they claim is their reason for not calling the cops. And I could be 100% off base here, but I think it's pretty obvious that if a handful of white dudes did this very same thing, they wouldn't have a problem with the cops being called. Is it is that com is that completely off base? Well, no, because we've heard the excuse or the reasoning behind some of this stuff is that, you know, uh, a BLM sort of answer is because po policing makes people afraid and over policing and all this stuff, and you don't want to um, cause greater trouble somehow by calling the police. So that excuse has been used. Whether it's being used here is. is up in the air right now, but she did say, as we all share this tab now, um, the group had reportedly burglarized the store nearly a dozen times previously, and they're not supposed to call the cops for some reason. Nearly um, a dozen times. Okay, hang, hang on. I used chill, to bitch. shut your. <laughs> okay, okay. Look, it's funny that they mention this has happened so many times because I, many years ago, when I was just a young. Mm -hmm you know, teenager, early 20s or something. I used to work in the mall in San Francisco and they they had what was called the, the they, they had been dubbed, I guess, the rainbow girls. They used to wear these like bright rainbow belts and like rainbow beanies and scarves and stuff. They weren't trying to be discreet at any, by any stretch of the imagination. And they would go into all the stores in the mall and they would be stealing for months on end to the point where they had a reputation. So it's just kind of funny to see this happen all over again wherever in somewhere in Georgia, but why it's gotten so blatant, right? Like nobody even cares anymore. Like back in the day, you used to like try to maybe steal something with and nobody would know. Now it's just, they realize that they can get away with anything. And this is also right in line with, I assume, I don't know for sure, but I assume that all these Lululemon stores have that very same pride flag, that ultra-progressive pride flag <laughs> that I was talking to you about be before we started recording. And that is almost, while they think it's a sign of their virtue, right? It's it's their virtue signal. Like, we we are part of the cult. Come join us. Which, is which of course, is becoming incredibly toxic in the la you know, last six to eight weeks. But for them, what they think is signaling... We are part of the establishment and we are we are one of you is now symbolizing that 
we won't stop you from coming in here and taking stuff, right? It used to mean, oh, mm-hmm. everybody's welcome, LGBT, two-spirit, bracket, black and brown, whatever. Now it basically means we're not going to stop. I mean, oh, oh we're not going to stop any people of color from robbing us. And we will punish anybody who tries to stop a person of color from robbing us. So I don't know if their little virtue signaling uh, flag is working out how it should. Well, I know I, I'm pretty sure I read this on, on post millennial and it was linked to a, um, what was, what's the uh, place? I, you know what? I can find it. It's on my phone. It was linked to people say we're unprepared. You know, I have a news for them. It's not that. <laughs> I sent it to you, PJ Media. I accidentally copied the wrong link to myself, so I will get this to the audience in a moment's time. So many different <laughs> platforms we have to move through here. I got to take it off my Instagram, send it to my Signal, copy it off the Signal on the desktop, move it in which way. Look at this guy. The That's the thing. I don't know, like, don't they have any anti-theft? Like, if they this is happening five times in a row. Why is there no security? There's so many questions here. And if it's really this situation where it's like, we can't do this because, you know, it makes us seem racist. Well, then you're going to go out of business. And this is what keeps happening to businesses. Like we see every single day, San Francisco, a new business closes because of the situations that are happening there regarding drug use and theft. And- yeah, there was another one. Did you you hear, you heard about Old Navy? Mm-hmm. I did hear that. Yeah. So, they're just, so here we have PJ Media. Off. And, and Old Navy, for the record, Old Navy, right, is a subsidiary of Gap, which actually started in San Francisco. And that's how. how It was a big deal when we got an old at the mall here. So here it is. The no 911 call policy was initiated to protect the company, said Ferguson. We we're not supposed to get in the way, kind of clear a path. Blah, blah, blah. We heard this. Um, and that's that. We've been told not to put it in any notes because that might scare other people. We're not supposed to call the police, not really supposed to talk about it. So they don't want to scare people in the store is basically what the excuse is here. So you don't want, you know, Lululemon, you don't want people to think, oh, there's lots of robberies there. There's lots of crime there. So we don't want to tell people that we don't want to call the police and cause a scene that's going to be bad for business, which is pretty much like put yourself in harm's way and (laughs) deal with it afterwards. This is a quote from... I'm not sure who Ferguson's James described the fault of his followed his wife and Miss Rogers were subject to this crew is in jail, partly because of the courageous and brave actions of Jen, the other employee. Uh, this begins to boil. There are two exemplary employees, both leaders and looking to advance within the company. And what was their reward? They're immediately terminated without mention of severance or any financial consideration. I mean, I don't know the laws in Georgia, but usually you need to give a person severance if you fire them without cause. However, if they're fired with cause, then I'm not sure what you have to give them. I'm not an American employment lawyer. Um, And I wasn't going crazy. This is what I read earlier. It comes that the regional manager for Lululemon openly questioned why they would call the police, stating that it would, quote, look bad for Lululemon to be the the company calling the police. Are you guys says? These ladies are heroes of sorts. They did what we all hope we would do in a similar situation. I mean, calling the police doesn't make you a hero. I'm not going to adhere to that quote by the guy's girlfriend or the girlfriend's husband or whatever it is. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> guy friend, girlfriend. Um, retail businesses have apparently decided to accept the huge losses in merchandise taken by organized gangs who have woken up to the fact that no one really wants to arrest and prosecute them. Shoplifting or felony theft are victim crimes, we're told. We, the consumer, pay for these crimes through even higher costs for merchandise and shopping in an unsafe environment. Now, let's flesh this out a little bit. Let's say a company doesn't want to call the cops on anybody, in this case, to make them look bad. They keep getting stolen from. The prices keep going up. You would have to assume that if the prices keep going up, unless it's you know one of these industries where people will pay anything, maybe fitness pants are one of them, but you'd have to assume that people might stop shopping there. And if people start shopping there and then they lower the prices and things are still getting sold, they're either going to move out of the area or they're going to hire security. It seems to me, Eric, that the move that these companies are doing now is say nothing, pretend like everything's wonderful in California and Atlanta in this case, or peach tree, California, (laughs) Georgia. Georgia. (laughs) Um, 
It seems to me that the stores would rather not say anything and bite the bullet and say, everything's wonderful. We don't need to call the police. This neighborhood's wonderful. And then when it becomes too much, they just leave. So they just they just lie their way through it because they don't want to be deemed offensive. And then they just leave. Is that the idea that you're getting from this? Or do you think there's something else? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like is happening, right? They 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 walk on these eggshells because they would rather apparently to your point, they would rather shut down the entire business than risk getting called racist by somebody on Twitter, I guess. And it, obviously, we just saw this with Daniel Penny in New York. We saw something similar with the city bike woman in New York. So they are clearly going to they're going to villainize the victim of the crime, right? Because it's just easier for them. And I think uh, to your point about um, things keep getting stolen and prices keep going up because of you know the price of gas, inflation, and all that stuff. But also just to make up for the loss that these retailers are dealing with. And I find it funny that I can, me personally, I can only think of one thing that in the past five years, the price has gone down. What could that possibly be? What, what are they flooding the streets with and the prices are rock bottom while everything else is going up? I'm going to say weed. It's weed. That's the only, <laughs> literally the only thing. It, correct. Right. So they put billboards, at least here in Arizona, they put billboards everywhere. Free weed, $5, $10, blah, blah. The prices are at rock bottom. But for everything else, gas, eggs, food, I mean, food all over the place. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And it also sort of, maybe this is apples to oranges, a little bit off topic too, but it also sort of uh, aligns with this idea in New York that we're, we're going to legalize weed for a handful of people that we know are going to pay the state who are, who are going to give their money to kick back Kathy and Eric Adams. And anybody who doesn't, will immediately be shut down, but we're also going to prioritize black people because we know how much black people love to smoke and sell weed. It's all completely ridiculous. And while this isn't a straight line, it, it's it's all it, it's all a way towards the same conclusion, right? Every single thing they do is just a different way to gain complete control of the population. So turning the victim of the crime into the villain is, is par for the course, obviously asked, I asked Daniel Penny, right? This man is going to face manslaughter charges while Jussie Smollett, who tried to incite a race war in the entire country, walks free because he's friends with Kamala Harris or whatever it is. Kamala Harris. So we got to the bottom of that. Take that, suckers who say we're not prepared. I was mentally prepared, okay? Let's uh, move on to Justin Trudeau. Now, I haven't seen this clip yet. We're going to... This is him doing what exactly? Just doing so, no. So, so I think I think what's happening here is he got yeah. roasted a couple months ago. See that delivery, Eric? <laughs> he got roasted a couple months ago. That looks delicious. Nice iced coffee in the heat. Very good, Eric knows. <laughs> um, he got roasted a couple months ago for stumbling over his LG. Remember when he couldn't say it? LGBTQP, and then he like. Blinks and struggles. XBB.1.5, you mean. He kind of had a little bit of a Joe Biden moment. So what I think is happening here is he clearly, he quite clearly rehearsed it. And he's now spitting out this acronym incredibly fast to make sure that everybody knows he is, um, he's part of the cult. On the level? He's on the level. Condemning the call to explore the removal of books with LGBTQ2S plus content from some schools. Justin Trudeau's remarks came one night after Brandon's school trustees voted to reject the idea. Trudeau made the comments at a town hall Wednesday night in Winnipeg in response to a question about hateful rhetoric south of the border, something he says is bleeding into political discourse in Canada. Whether it's the attacks we're seeing on uh, Drag readings in libraries, for example, that we saw just, uh, just, uh, just a few months ago. Whether it's the horrific uh, on attacks on to us LGBTQI plus rights <laughs> um, that we're seeing in, you know, we saw it recently here in Manitoba and Brandon. The town hall capped off a day in campaign mode for the Prime Minister here in Winnipeg. Trudeau touched on a wide range of topics, everything from the rising cost of living to addictions and mental health to homelessness and poverty. My God. So first of all, 
What a pathetic showing for Justin Trudeau. And I like how he pretends that the only reason why people are against these things are because of America. So it's America's fault that you have a problem with something because that that doesn't actually exist in Canada. You guys, nobody actually has a problem with uh, men dressed as women who find it sexually, you know, pleasuring talking to children. Nobody in Canada would ever. I know you guys. He's I hate the term. We all hate the term. I think you and I have discussed this. My friend and I, we hate the term gaslighting. But um, what he's saying is, is he's he's shaming people and saying you guys couldn't possibly believe this because it's crazy. This only exists in a worse society down down south of us. (laughs) And that's the only reason why anybody has this idea here. You don't want people dressed men dressed as women talking to your children. That's outrageous. I know you guys don't believe that. That's just coming from the United States. It's seeping in somehow. What are they going to say? Turn off the TVs and turn off the Internet outside. We become like one of these countries where you don't get Internet if they don't like you. Like Iran, for example, Turkey, um, where Elon Musk turns off Twitter at the behest of the Turkish government. So you have Justin Trudeau. And like you said, he's uh, mumbling past this uh, LGBTQIS. Elemental uh, P starting to sound like a, a cattle auctioneer. Hey, or storage wars, if you prefer that. And that's the only way you can get through it. So you can kind of be like, did he get it right? Did he miss something? I don't know. But Justin Trudeau in that clip looks like he's either on something, he's very upset about something, or he's very tired. I don't know what it is. Something's off about him there. But he is getting pathetic. worse worse and worse he's pathetic obviously but justin trudeau is getting worse by let's say the week and you know i have a feeling that he might finally lose this next election canada usually does have a term limit even for people that they vote for over and over the previous prime minister was i think nine years um and trudeau has been in for six years or set no, 2015 so eight years he's almost uh getting towards and i think they'll find that I think you'll find that they're going to probably vote for the conservative guy, even though it's everybody sort of agrees. It's basically the same thing, except like a little bit less of the uh, acronym stuff. It'll just take a little bit longer. So will he take away your gun rights? No. Is he going to bring any of the the rights back that they got rid of? No. Is he going to make any abortion restrictions? Like, cause we have zero, absolutely zero. You can do whatever you want. No. No, and I think that most people have a middle ground on that. I think most people aren't extremists on that, where it's like nine months. And I think most people have have a limit in their minds, whether they're right or wrong about that. But he's not going to do that. Is he going to limit immigration, even though it's reaching a new record every single year, over a million? No. Um, but he's going to do a little bit less of the gay stuff, and by that I mean the indoctrination stuff. He's going to do a little bit less of it. It's just going to take a bit five years longer. It's going to take a little bit longer for you to um, have a mandatory drag queen in your home. So maybe by 2028, (laughs) maybe instead of 2025, you'll have to have uh, two drag queens in your home instead of four, which Justin Trudeau would mandate. Uh, Maybe instead of all the roads being rainbows, only like half of them will be rainbows. And then the ones in the Indian and Chinese neighborhoods won't have that like where I live because they'll be against that. So that's the sort of stuff we can hope to slow down. Um, you won't exactly lose your right to say whatever you want online. They just won't. Uh, they'll only fine you for it instead of arresting you for it. So I don't have much hope. We have clip after clip after clip of Justin Trudeau being a complete moron, right? And he, he, there's going to be an investigation into whether he he uh, he used chi- China influenced him in the last election. And then one of his friends is says, "We don't know. We don't have to." do this investigation and then everybody's like okay i guess that one's over let's let's get him again next time boys uh he's getting chinese donations uh we should do something about that okay his friend in the government that he hired that had that took a contract from one of his other friends he says we don't need to do anything about that let's just forget about that that's the mentality here with the conservative party they just say what happened today what happened this week did i get my clip making fun of Justin Trudeau in Ottawa. Did Justin Trudeau pick, or the liberal of the day, pick up their sheet and read back to me? Oh, we sincerely reject this, and we actually think you're bigots. And then, ha ha ha, Pierre and his friends have this YouTube clip that gets 200,000 views. And then we move on from there. Whereas in the United States, thank God, you have a small contingency of people who actually press on certain issues. They're not going to do anything. Nothing will happen. 
Well, I, I don't believe that either. I don't believe anything's going to happen. But at least they have the attention span, right? At least you have a few people here talking about Biden stuff consistently. We have a few people here talking about the border consistently. We have a few people here talking about whatever else you care about consistent, consistently. And there's only like a dozen people. That's as high as I'm willing to go. But we're talking about Canada here. And I think with even with Justin Trudeau saying all this stuff, there's not much. Oh, it's so funny, but not much is going to get done. No. And, and my question, though, no. it and maybe we're splitting hairs here. But if you notice in that clip, the news reporter says LGBTQ. She does it backwards. Right. So or one of them is doing it backwards. So he says two SL GB, whatever. And she says LGBT two and then puts the two SL on the back. And it's all completely insane. But in their language, it still makes sense. Right. So. I, again, I guess we're splitting hairs, but if any of this were real, wouldn't that matter a little bit? Like, wouldn't it matter how you explain it, how you talk about it? But it, it's all just complete virtue signaling. And to your point, just really quickly about, uh, you know, nothing getting done. I mean, think about, you know, we have uh, Matt Gates or Jim Jordan or even Ted Cruz, a handful of these people who are constantly, you know, oh, one week we're going to talk about the weaponization of the FBI, and then the other week we're going to talk about Hunter Biden, and then the other week we're going to talk about insider trading with the Pelosi family, and, and literally nothing will ever get done, right? They will. The left, the establishment left, will spend every waking moment trying to take down, obviously, Donald Trump for Stormy Daniels and... Uh, E. Jean Carroll and tax returns and all this stuff. They will they will spare no expense. But for some reason, the conservative faction can't seem to get anything done. And I'm no expert. I don't know exactly how it works, but they keep talking about this stuff. But obviously nothing will ever happen. And unfortunately, I think the ship has already sailed, right? Once you get the one, once I mean, Joe Biden has been installed. Literally, nobody, the only people that like Joe Biden are on television. You can't even go talk to a you can't go to a leftist protest and have and find anybody who supports Joe Biden. It's only a handful of people on television. So they've already. We've already been conquered and there's no going back like, yo, yeah, OK, yeah, elect Donald Trump, elect Ron DeSantis. Give me a break, bro. It's the, the ship is sailed. We're, we're sitting here. We're watching it circle the drain. And it's all it's all really quite sad. Sadness is an ever-increasing level, I think we're at. Um, Colin Kaepernick is former NFL player who, who did the kneeling and everything. He was raised by two white parents who adopted him, which kind of, you know, puts the pin in his whole I'm oppressed argument. It all started, he said that I won't stand for a flag that oppresses black and brown people around uh, police brutality statistics come out you know he's wrong um, all this stuff happens the race rioting happens uh, George Floyd happens uh, now we're pretty much you know most people already knew BLM was a scam but it raised a well, lot of I money and now 30 I think 30 percent of African Americans were being gunned down by the cops 30%. that is the quote we heard the other day yes yeah. <laughs> but uh, BLM is um, it's crazy they're in the red now uh, they're still taking salaries, even though they have no more money left. And then the woman who I one of the founders had a TV show deal or a movie deal. It was some sort of content deal with NBC Universal, I believe. Is that and Colors? To, Patrice Colors? Was that her? Yeah. She was supposed to produce some sort of content and then didn't in two years. So who knows what happened with that? So that's all winding down. And my point is that Kaepernick needs to find something else to cling on to here. So he recently said, and I know this, this might be a few weeks old, what he said, um, what he recently said is that his parents had a problem with him wearing cornrows and having his Afro pick and everything or having braids. And he called he basically called them racist. He said he had to navigate through the fact that his parents had these racist tendencies that they didn't understand because he was black. 
And here we have um, Charlemagne, who's a well-known radio host. He's one of those 50-50 guys. Sometimes you, th- you think he's completely a moron, and then 50% of the time he's saying stuff right, like in this clip. And that no, he's like, he's like 80-20 at best. He's, he's like 80-20? 80, then what's best. Piers Morgan to you then? I don't follow Pierce Morgan quite as much, but I'd probably put him close to 80-20 as well. <laughs> maybe maybe 70 30 maybe pierce might be a little bit better but Charlotte i used to call him charlemagne the fraud right like he 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 has he does he does say some sane things but for every every 10 sound bites from charlemagne you'll get <laughs> you'll get seven or eight uh completely left-wing lunatic nonsense and then you'll get two or three so it, it depends mm-hmm. that's fair you got to stay on and then pierce morgan is just like forcing people to apologize for stuff. All right, so here's Charlemagne, the God radio host with Andrew Schultz talking about Colin Kaepernick, basically saying his parents are racist because they're white. Colin Kaepernick says he knows his white adoptive parents loved him, but they were very problematic things that occurred during his upbringing. Do we have the, the video of that? What's the problematic thing? Do you have the video, Taylor? Play the video of this, Taylor. Oh, your hair's not professional. Oh, you look like a little thug. Your mom become. said that to you. Yeah. <sighs> and... <sighs> those become spaces where it's like, okay, how do I navigate this situation now? But it also is informed why I have my hair long today. Oh my God. A parent didn't like their kid's haircut. Never has happened in history. Welcome (laughs) to being a child and having parents. As a black man who used to be a black boy, black teenager, uh, when I had an Afro and I was getting cornrows and stuff, same thing happened Same to me. Same thing happened. And I don't have white parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. I have God. a black mom and a black dad who did not like that, especially when I started wearing Chuck Taylors and Snoop Dogg had that murder case. <laughs> Eric, is it normal for black parents to be like, don't put your hair in like this or is in around other black people? Is it seen as a certain way if your hair is in like cornrows or braids? Well, obviously, I'm going to speak for the entirety of the black race. OK, that's fair. Um, first of all, I just want to, I want to preface this by saying, I'm pretty sure that is really quite an old clip. I think that's at least a year old, a year, a six, six to eight months minimum. It's an older clip because this is when he was doing his, uh, the NFL is slavery Netflix doc documentary and stuff like this is pretty old, but it doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. I distinctly remember growing my hair out in high school and my mom not she not like telling me to cut it or like but you know if i said uh you know what i'm kind of sick of this long hair maybe i should cut it she'd be like yep yep i'll take it to the barbershop right now right like it's just it's yeah i mean they're they're not saying anything nothing outrageous here obviously uh, maybe it's different now if if people our age have kids like i don't have kids i don't i don't think you have kids but maybe it would be a little bit different for some millennial parents or maybe even some older Gen Z parents and they wouldn't care and they would pretend like, oh, it doesn't matter. But even when I was coming up, it's very obvious that your parents typically want you to keep a night. Like even right now, even with the scraggly beard and my, my hair growing out under my hat, like my mom would be like, well, you should get a haircut because it's just a thing that parents <laughs> do. They want you they want you to be clean cut. They want you to go, you know, put on a tie and, and do this, you know, do the whole song and dance. So. Um, yeah, Colin Kaepernick is obviously making something out of nothing. And I almost 99% blame his weirdo, uh, SJW hack shill establishment girlfriend who used to work for a Bay area radio station. She's putting all this stuff in his ear. Um, kind of like I I sent you a few days ago with Jalen Rose hanging out with Angela White. Uh, it's these weirdo establishment women that that kind of like pimp out or manipulate these these guys weak who stand men. for nothing yeah these, these weak men yeah exactly so yeah like oh your parents your parents were so racist that they adopted a little half black kid because i assume he's not full black so whatever your real parents were your real parents who who birthed you were racist because they were arguably in an interracial relationship then <laughs> they they couldn't be bothered with you you get adopted by a white family that was so racist they adopted a half black kid and then they were even more racist because they didn't like the haircut that you kept and after you had become a complete uh, uh, a huge 
or a mild football success and a huge social justice warrior success, you decide to go back and say that they were racist for them wanting you to cut your hair when you were in high school. I mean, give me a break, bro. Well, like you said about them manipulating him into this viewpoint, you can hear it in the way he speaks where he says, I had to navigate that became a space. I had to navigate, you know, he's going to start talking about his truths and lived experiences soon. And, and you can hear a person develop and uh, repeat the mantras that they've been told. Now I heard a lot about this when I was writing about Michelle Obama, when she went on that podcasting tour where she talked about how, uh, America wasn't ready for an, a president in braids or whatever. And she made the argument, and I bet you Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick made this argument too, and they do it with schools and stuff too, where they say people are frightened by natural black hair. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, uh, your ha- you don't, you, <laughs> your hair doesn't grow into braids. Like, that's not natural. It's not nat- cornrows and braids and dreads. If I spike my hair with hair gel, that's not a natural hairstyle. Like, they always throw out this word called, like, natural hair. And, like, I wouldn't have a problem with my- if my kid had an afro, if that's just how his hair grows. Like, that's literally just how your hair grows. Gingers have it too, Eric. So not- I don't want to hear that <laughs> white people can't have afros. Jewish David people have it too. Yeah, yeah, the, the Jew fro. Yeah, of course. Exactly. <laughs> I had a friend named Robert who had that. Um, and that's still natural. But to be like, you can't criticize my cornrows uh, because that's natural hair. Like, it's not. A person has to sit behind you and do it for what? Hours and hours and hours. And doesn't it also hurt? Yeah, it is. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a little painful. But look, dude, this guy. And, and I think. You can tell that this clip is old because he's not, maybe I missed it, but he's not pushing anything. He's not, is he doing a talk show circuit right now? March. Would you like to apologize? No, 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 no. That clip, dude, the clip, the clip of Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz talking about that is old. Guaranteed. How can it be old when they show the graphic novel? And we know, so... We know that CNN will recycle stories. They just like they recycled the digital blackface story. They just do it again. Well, it's not new. Uses white adoptive parents of perpetuating racism in a household interview with CBS's Ariana D- Adriana Diaz. They're still very problematic things. I think it was important to show. So I think the new home. the new Kaepernick interview. So perhaps the interview is new, but that clip of Charlemagne and Andrew Scholz is old. I How could it be older than than him saying it in the clip himself? Wait, what? They showed the clip of him saying it. How can the clip of Charlemagne be older than okay, the clip of Kaepernick? Right. Look, maybe I'm mistaken, but I've seen, dude, they already discussed that. That that clip is not is from not from March, bro. It's not. Maybe maybe they, maybe they Kaepernick talk- black and white a Netflix series revisiting his childhood from 2021. All right. Uh, the, the point is, if he... No, I think you're right. I was getting up to the... I think that says that you're right. If it's a thing from 2021. They're revisiting Kaepernick's childhood from 2021. Because why... He, we, we haven't... There's nothing else going on. Like, he's not... He's not... As far as I know, he doesn't have a... The, that was the book, right? We're not seeing it. Like, where else are we seeing it? Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. The guy is still an absolute hack. And he's I'm completely... trying to find the remix horn. I'm not finding it. Bum, 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 that one. <laughs> prove that you're right. That's the uh, the air horn. I, I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, Colin Kaepernick is completely obnoxious, and he think about this, bro. He is selling his own adoptive parents down the river yeah, for the true. narrative. Like he does. He does not care. Like he would rather doing it for the gram. He's doing it for the say. gram, bro. And, and he look. I guess you have to give him credit because he is much better at this than he is at football. <laughs> well, he made it to the Super Bowl once, Eric. I'm not going to say he was never good. It's just that it was completely overblown how good he was. He had that one run, which was yeah, great. Was that, like 20, was that 2012? or it was, it was like... uh, Yeah, 2012 or 2013 when the lights went out at the Super Bowl. It was written in the stars that Ray Lewis had to win anyways. Um <laughs> But yeah, and then afterwards he sucked, and that's when he started kneeling. <clears throat> that's all there was to it. And then he's given all these chances to remake a team. Oh, they're blackballing him. Okay, they're like, okay, try out. 
And he's like, no. And they're like, okay, try it again. <laughs> Jay-Z convinces people. because Jay-Z's involved with sports. He's like, let him try out again. He's like, no, I'm not trying out in front of you guys. I'm so going to my house. Come to a high, sco- <laughs> yeah. to a high school gym <laughs> or a field. And they still show up. And he's like, see, they don't show up. And then Jay-Z's like, I understand why people hate him now. And then here we are. <laughs> Pretty much what happened. So an NBA ref. Um, this is crazy, a, by the way. Who was accused recently of being Shiza, uh, Eric Lewis's name. And somebody put out some crazy stats. Like the last time he's refed Celtics games, they're like two and 13 or something like that. I don't remember which team he was in favor of, but people are pointing out that for certain teams, they always win when they have him. And then other teams always lose when they have him. Of course they deny it. But of course, NBA also has documentaries on Netflix about how, referees were corrupt (laughs) so there's that part so this referee named eric lewis has had a twitter burner account exposed and if you don't speak the lingo like us it means he's got an anonymous account that he secretly uses it has been exposed and is connected to his email address foolish mistake and he used it to defend (laughs) his own actions on the court dozens of times so we'll go through a bunch of these instances so he's a celtics fan as i understand it he's (laughs) which is which is weird because traditionally we're we're to understand that most Celtics fans are white and that the Celtics are racist. I just thought that well, was kind of funny. Boston's notoriously segregated, is it not? But there's no other Boston team, so like I don't understand how that would work. Who else would Boston black guys well, be a fan of? Well, it was from the eighties when it was Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird. Hmm. So it was basically just like you know, it was a race war, right? Like, and they, they do it in box, <laughs> they, they do it in boxing all the time, right? Like, they'll put Floyd against McGregor, whatever, whatever happens. Like, they they play up the race element of it to you know make people angry and get them all riled up, so they fight when they're drunk. So this guy says that his account has been outed, and it'll be a momentous day. And here's a bunch of his replies. So we've got one of on the final of a Celtics Atlanta Hawks game where the Celtics lose. And this guy says, Eric Lewis, the referee couldn't save you in this account, which is allegedly the ref. I'll just say that once. And then moving forward, we don't have to say it again. This is Cutliff Blair is allegedly the ref who refs these games. So he saved them in the first two games. Get out of here. Y'all keep hating. Stop blaming the refs <laughs> for the Celtics success. So he's a Celtics fan who uh, maybe he thinks it allegedly thinks it's a great idea to be, be worse for them to, to cover it. I don't know. Then we've got another one. Uh, Jason Tatum has 51 points. Somebody points out Harden is one in 14 with this guy named Scott Foster being the ref and the Celtics are 34 and two in Eric Lewis officiated games. His family is full of Celtics fans. So that's what it is. He's a Celtics fan and the Celtics are notoriously good. If this person's correct, which I don't know, of course, he's 30. The Celtics are 34 and two. And this is as recently as May 14th. So just a couple weeks ago. Um, and then the account says, yeah, and Lewis shot 51 points. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know who he, mean, who he even means by Lewis, but um, and we'll go well, to the next you one. You see, he that that's him. Right, like razzing the other guy, saying, "Oh, like he didn't score that many." Yeah. The Celtics guy scored that many. Yeah. Okay, and this one says they're the number one seed with a crazy Vegas line showing they are favorites, and they got Eric Lewis and Tony Brothers to officiate the first two games. What more word do you want? That account says, "Hold your players accountable." Refs had nothing to do with you guys losing. Lakers nation blame is shifting. He responds to another one that says that. Um, the the games with those two referees are out of the way. Lakers still blaming refs, huh? Y'all play the number one team in the NBA and they don't get any credit. Y'all funny. So it is kind of weird that if this is him, he's responding to every single time a person criticizes that the ref of that name, who the guy is allegedly, secretly, actually him. Every time somebody mentions this ref's name, he's jumping in to say, like, no, I don't think so. Uh, this referee was not happy with Jimmy Butler making his layup. Um, is that the dude who was wearing the Celtics jersey at home before the Philly games? And then the count says, also, <laughs> Eric never wore a C's jersey. That was fake. Who who in the world has ever called a referee by their first name? There's one referee in any sport I could name 
well, I can name NHL ones. I'm not, I'm lying to you. Uh, this is hockey, but those are old referees. Current referee, I can name the NFL referee Ed Hockley because he's the big buff referee. I would still never call him Ed. Who's calling a referee by their first name, Eric? Do you know any refs' first names? No, I only know one referee, and that's the last name, and that's from the Netflix documentary, right? Donaghy, I believe his name is. Mm. So, no, I don't know any of these guys. But I think it's also very funny that in true alleged burner fashion, he doesn't have a photo. It's like that's the mark. That's like the, the stereotypical like me, like the mark of somebody who's faking their account. Like you couldn't put up anything. You couldn't even like shout out Leroy Press. He puts the most interesting man in the world. On his profile, like you couldn't put you couldn't put anything on there. You couldn't put a a Lakers a Lakers logo to throw them off the scent. Like you couldn't do any of that stuff. You just went with the blank the blank profile picture to go out there and defend yourself as a referee. It's actually really quite hilarious. And, and this is a week ago, Eric. This is like commenting on this in the playoffs while the <laughs> while the Celtics are playing. So, do we trust any of this stuff? Do we trust There's any more? Other? We've got more. <laughs> the NBA keeps assigning Eric Lewis to Lakers games. A referee is known a known lifelong Celtics fan and despises the Lakers. His Celtic record proves it, though. So this doesn't appear to be a secret by any means. I appear to be not in the know about this subject. If he is a known Celtics fan who, of course, wait, hates wait, the Lakers go, and go vice down, versa read, because read of his, the 80s. Well, we will. His, okay. his Celtics record proves it, though. Bro, that Celtic records was fake news, yet you believe what you want to push your narrative. Investigate your source. Investigate your source. Like, nobody actually talks like this in sports comments. Nobody talks like they're uh, an investigative journalist. Like, I've never been commenting on a sport where I'm just like, check your verified source, sir. How dare you get, uh, <laughs> how dare you get uh, Jamario Moon's <laughs> statistics incorrect. Like, nobody talks like that when you're talking shit about sports. I'm sorry. You're outing yourself, dude. So say so say this is him, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't know for sure. But un- using the assumption that it is him and these internet sleuths are correct, does the NBA do anything? Does this matter at all? Do they just sweep it under the rug? Like, how does this end? Well, I don't think that proves anything, any wrongdoing if he's just going around defending himself. If he's not gambling on his own games or anything like that, I think you're. it might look bad. And maybe that's that's clearly Job Morant. That's clearly part of the rule book. I don't know what the ref's agreement is, but it's a bad look. They might just say, hey, you can't do that anymore. But uh, I, I wouldn't think that he's breaking any rules by third personally defending himself as a pretend Internet fan. Okay, well, it doesn't look good, bro. It doesn't look good. I think it's hilarious, another tweet says. Eric Lewis got exposed as a Celtics fan. Now he's getting zero assignments. And it's referee assignments. And he's not in the Lakers versus uh, Denver Nuggets game for May 22nd, 2023. And then (laughs) the account responds to that. uh, It's a post of... For the audio listeners, it's basically a post that says all the referees that are assigned for this game. And then the account, the same account responds with, yeah, he worked G1 Denver LA. <laughs> like, you're just a fan that just knows about referee assignments off the top of your head. <laughs> He's not citing ev- any evidence or anything. Well, you're, you're just like, actually, this referee was assigned to this. Either you're the biggest, like... Yeah. Not most knowledgeable person about referee assignments, and you think that's a travesty? That the, like I've never seen somebody defend a ref this much. Yeah, I think teams. He's saying it's Lakers and everything, but like, and I get that. But he would have to be a, a Celtics fan. Like you're going out of your way to comment on Lakers and Nuggets games. Why about the refing? All to defend this one referee? Yeah, that's um, that's more of a giveaway than him mistakenly using the same email right like he uses his own person <laughs> like dude these people and obviously how can we talk about this without mentioning the classic kevin durant which is not quite as bad because he, kevin durant is just a sensitive guy who was out there like trying to defend himself but this to me leads a little bit more into perhaps some foul play allegedly there's one more i don't think i understand it 
Somebody named Cole says, why was everyone going crazy about Chris Paul being 11 in games officiated by some ref named Scott Foster, who we've heard? No one cares about LeBron having a whole 0 and 82 games officiated by Eric Lewis. Then the account says, just like they're not talking about Smurfs taking over London. I don't know what that means. It perhaps just like it means. Obviously, they're not talking about something that doesn't matter. And that stuff isn't true. Stop spreading lines. Get the F out of here. If somebody, if this was not the guy, if this is not the referee, this would have to mean that somebody is going through Twitter, searching a referee's name, and then just going around defending him. Because this one is about LeBron and through his whole career. Are you that insanely hateful of the Lakers that like you defend this whole thing about this one referee? I've never heard of such a thing. If you want to hate a referee, and you think he's cheating for my team. That's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I guess I can understand that you don't like, you're saying that the referees are the only way the Celtics win, but the Celtics have won what one championship since 2007. And that's a lot for some franchises, but they won with their, their amazing team back then. They won, I forget is it the last year or the year before. And like, they're not this like perennial juggernaut as much as any other team is right now that makes it the fight to the finals. Um, and they're still not even in the finals. So I just don't quite understand it. Like the Denver Broncos are my favorite football team. They seem to make the Super Bowl every 10 years or so. And if you want to say that the referee, one of the referees at that time got them there, I'd be like, okay, maybe that's possibly true. This is sports. Things happen. But for a Celtics fan who had, you know, 15 years of championships if he's if he cares this much and then he's got the one 10 year 15 years ago and then he's got one a couple years ago you're this butthurt bro it just does it just doesn't add up for me eric yeah i mean it's it's definitely a strange story but i i just don't see look maybe i'm just too jaded maybe i'm maybe the glass is just half empty but i just don't see this I don't see this happening if there's no foul play at all. Like something's got to be happening, right? Like I'm trying I, to, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was just trying to remember watching the Netflix documentary and obviously they can't, they can't go completely over the top and just start doing whatever it is they want. But I think at one point in that documentary, he says, I can, I can swing the game six to eight points or something like that. So Seems to me like something's going down, but what do I know? Maybe maybe it's all in the level. I mean, why go out of your way to defend yourself as a referee with your burner account? <laughs> it kind of just it kind of just feels like you have a guilty conscience. I guess is the point. This thing says it's fake. This website HITC is that the phone company? I, don't know. I think so. They said it's fake. I've lost my spot now, which was a a great move by me. Wait, they say that that's not his account? Rec- no, they say the record of LeBron being 80, 0 and 82 okay. that, is that, a referee, but the pair do have history. I mean, 0 and 82, that's the that's amount ridiculous. of games in a season. That could have been just somebody saying, like, he's got an insane record. Um, but that's neither here nor there, I guess. If pa- cross pass earlier this season with an egregious no call took place, and James attempted a layup with seconds left. Was clearly fouled by Jason Tatum. But what's the evidence that this guy is a clear Celtics fan? Maybe that's something worth investigating too. Maybe that's another video we should we should do. LeBron James weighs in on NBA investigation into Eric Lewis. But LeBron can't uh, be trusted either. No, right exactly, because he flops so much. And remember the thing where he's he was lying and he says, "I just jumped into the crowd because my momentum was taking me there," even though he calmly walked over to the crowd and <laughs> did what he did. Yeah, this guy. Um, naturally led to questions. Luckily for them, reading this article. Who is it? All these articles just copy each other straight up. Mid night after late, this team had got the no call. You guessed it. It's the Celtics in the midst of the country. Lakers fan found old social media posts of Lewis's family in Celtics gear. They're not going to link to here. And, and one only has to go to basketball reference to see the team. It's the Celtics. Oh, so he does look, uh, does link to it. I think 
Is this all his games reft? Okay. Perhaps. Yeah, we're getting a little bit deep into this. Maybe for another time. But long story short, I think that's probably this guy's account. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I, I Not only do I think it's probably his account, but I think he's probably been doing something shady in the in the league. Like, yeah, I, I understand that there's a that there's no concrete evidence between the burner Twitter account and him doing, you know, shady things while he's refereeing. But where there's smoke, there's fire, bro. <laughs> OK, our last story is also basketball related. Please go to patreon.com slash uopod if you support our work. Patreon.com slash uopod. And we do a brand new unedited uncensored podcast there every single week just for patrons and uh, you get that on every Friday or Saturday depending on whether or not it's 9,000 degrees or whether or not I have to do my paper route to earn the side money that I don't have from Patreon you guys okay (laughs) and of course subscribe on Twitter YouTube follow us on Instagram uh, where you can get all of our great clips Scotty Pippen says Michael Jordan was horrible before San Francisco before SF before what? small forward I oh <laughs> it's just weird to put in the title yeah it before is weird. small forward joined bulls you could say before he joined bulls so this is obviously a lie and why is he saying this eric is this somebody's dating someone is aren't they look scotty pippen ha- has been i mean he's he's just been through it all bro like his his ex-wife is dating michael jordan's son and then his ex-wife was also dating future while she was still married to him um, What's with that eric why are there so many of these wives why do they all date these young guys and why do these young rich guys date these old ladies i don't really know i i don't know um jada pinkett smith not hot i'm sorry i'm sorry guy i mean you don't have to you don't have to apologize <laughs> to me like i think I think she, when I was a kid, she was probably hot and it was exotic because I think she had the short hair. That's not, nobody likes that. Eric. Why I, look, is that exotic? I, I, look, I'm just, I'm just trying to think about why, why she was put on this pedestal to begin with. Because it was unique at the time, perhaps like, hmm. like why, why do people like Amber Rose? She looks like a, a boiled egg, they say, right? But some people <laughs> still like it. Okay. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't have the I don't have the answer to that, but it is it's weird to watch Scottie Pippen squeal and squirm and cry. You know, Phil Jackson's a racist and Michael Jordan's not that good. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. your wife is stepping out on you with a, a minimum of two guys. And it's like, I guess I can't I can't fully draw a connection here, but it seems like you wouldn't be lashing out like this if you just had a regular hat. Like, what did you do, bro? You're an NBA champion. <laughs> you had a family. Your son, I believe, is in the NBA. Everything seemed like it was going right. But what were you so bad at, right? I, you can maybe ask the same thing of Will Smith. What were you so bad at when you have all this money, all this success, that, you, uh, that you're that you so unpleasant to be around? And I'm not letting the women off scot-free here either. But it's like, what did you do that that <laughs> your your wife chose to date a rapper and then date your ex teammate's son, right? Like, what mm-hmm. is the same thing with with Will Smith? Like, your wife is dating your son's friend. How awful must you be? Like, did you? I mean, you just rolled over. You have these. You have millions of dollars, and you let her treat you like a doormat. And again, I'm sure the women in this situation are really quite likely awful as well. But I'm just, I'm just genuinely curious as to like, look, stereotypically or without, without ruffling too many feathers, right? A man will date a woman for her looks. He doesn't care if she is a bartender or a Starbucks barista or he, she could even be a stripper he doesn't care, but her, for the most part, is going to be after financial stability. And if you have that and you still can't keep this woman from stepping out on you with guys half your age, then clearly something is is incredibly wrong. And after all that's happened, you decide to lash out at the guy who who carried you 
to championships, mm-hmm. along with the coach that carried you to championships and call them racist and not even that good. Like you were the star. Like you want to rewrite history, bro? I don't know. I don't know how you're getting away with this. And I was going to even look up these stats where it says Jordan was an all-star in his first three years, rookie of the year, 37 points per game, Eric. And I get this was a transitional period in the league where a lot of the stars were leaving. But 37 points per game is insane. And you're going to say like he was shit before you came there. Like he came there and then it was him. And then, of course, um, Rodman and Pippen. I mean, Rodman was Luke, later, though. Yeah, he was a couple of years later in because they wanted him because on the Pistons and that and he was a really good defender, obviously. And then like Steve Kerr sucked. Um, they had Paxson. They had Luke wasn't Rodman. That, was pardon? it Rodman? Wasn't Rodman on the Spurs between the Pistons and the Bulls? I don't know. It's possible. I know, he played, I, I know he played for the Spurs. I don't know if it was before or after the Bulls, though. My point is, is that without Michael, you aren't winning. He went to the Trailblazers after. Obviously, they couldn't win. Without Michael, you aren't winning. Just like LeBron isn't winning without the other guys and the other teams. Jordan's the only one where you can get pretty much anyone. who, If we're grading people and Jordan's at an A+, he's the only guy who you can get a B and a B on him or B plus and a B plus on the sides of him. And he's going to win. If it wasn't Rodman and Pippen, it would have been somebody else. And he's going to win. I think he proved that LeBron can probably win with a couple a minuses, not any B's because he had B's and B pluses in Cleveland. Couldn't win with them. And then he needed Bosch and Wade and Bosch isn't even that great. It was him and Wade. Wade proved that he can be, he can win with another person when he wins with Shaq. So it's all these things. And then for Pippen, it, and then it's he just sacrificed sour grapes. his son to the and then he sacrificed his son to uh, the son God, maybe, or Xenu, uh, maybe. My point is that they come back and they cry about Michael Jordan because he won't get political. This is why they cry about him because they want to pull him in and they want to say, Jordan, why won't you say black lives matter? Why won't you knight Colin Kaepernick? Why won't you come on ESPN or Fox sports one and say everything's racist and it's hard to be a black guy in the NBA. I think that's why they don't, they don't like him because he refuses to play into their games because he's got enough money. Charles Barkley loves him. Shaq loves him, And that's why they're on the best show in my opinion in, in sports uh, inside the NBA on TNT, shout out Peachtree TV, which was also TNT and my cable before. But the people who are most salty about him seem to be the people who have these terrible opinions where they go on TV and they say, well, you know, LeBron might, LeBron's probably as good as Jordan, if not better, because he does satanic rituals before a game. And uh, he lies about a lot of stuff and reads the first five pages of books. If that those are this, the, uh, I'm not saying cause causation or whatever the phrase is. What's the phrase? Uh, uh, correlation causation. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Correlation Co- doesn't equal causation. All I'm so. saying is those appear to be correlated. People with terrible SJW opinions. Michael Jordan haters. Michael Jordan notoriously said Republicans buy sneakers, too. I'm not I'm not a Republican. This is just something I'm pointing out that Michael Jordan doesn't play these media games and all the people that seem to dislike him are they exactly the ones who play these media games well i think scotty pippen needs to become a woman and then i'll be that'll settle everything well i think unfortunately for scotty i think it goes a little bit deeper than that i think what you're saying is is true and a lot of people don't like him because he won't he won't toe the establishment line like lebron james will but i think i think it's a little bit more personal i think with scotty he just i mean he's just you know, he's kind of getting old and he, he wishes, I mean, he wishes things could be different. And he saw that, that last dance on, on Netflix and he saw all this stuff and he's just like, that should have been me. And then my wife left me and all this stuff. Like, I think, I mean, bro, his ex-wife is dating Michael Jordan's son. Like that's gotta oh hurt. <laughs> dating Michael Jordan's son. After is it Michael she's... B. Jordan? <laughs> it's, I think, I believe it's Marcus, but Marcus so Jordan, Marcus Vick. So after think about this, this is why I think what you're saying is correct, correct, but it is deeper. Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, while they were still together, I believe, 
was caught dating a rapper. He made a song about it. Turned you into a punchline. <laughs> he turned you into a punchline. You fast forward a couple years after that, the same woman who is now your ex-wife, presumably because you caught her cheating on you with a rapper, is dating a man who you clearly despises, son. Like, bro, you could have all the NBA championships in the world, and that still kind of makes you a loser. What did you do? uopod.com please contribute to our patreon we are at patreon.com slash uopod report and opine on instagram i'm andrew does i went to a chris sky event the other day running for mayor of toronto there was free food um a bubble bus guy got mad at me because i said he was causing children to choke to death on his smoke machine um good video it'll come out of me and uh it's a weird way to put it it's a good video <laughs> i was gonna go into a building next door that was like some sort of chinese auto parts dealer but there were several let's say people experiencing homelessness who looked like they're willing to stab you to death standing outside the front so i didn't go in anything else eric buy my <laughs> book buy my book never let that go i think i need to a- turn it up jordan